Hello everyone, this is Jim Lucy, Editor-in-Chief for Electrical Wholesaling and Electrical Marketing with the April 11th edition of the Today's Electrical Economy podcast sponsored by Champion Fiberglass. The company began producing epoxy fiberglass conduit and fittings in 1988 and in 1989 developed the first conduit from epoxy resins that had flame resistance and low smoke characteristics. This met the most stringent codes and specifications. Electrical Wholesaling's Today's Electrical Economy podcast today will explore the rough quarter that stocks have had, report on Neiman's latest survey of its executive members, and dig into several acquisitions of distributors and reps that happened recently. Let's first check out some of the weekly economic indicators that can offer you an early view of where the market may be headed. These five weekly indicators are initial unemployment claims at the state level, rail freight car traffic, the Baker Hughes rig count, oil prices, and copper prices. Our thanks again to Champion Fiberglass for sponsoring the Today's Electrical Economy podcast series for 2022. For the week ending April 2nd, the advanced figure for seasonally adjusted initial claims was 166,000, a decrease of 5,000 from the previous week's revised level. For the U.S., the unemployment rate declined by 0.2% to 3.6% in March. The number of unemployed people in the United States decreased by 318,000 to 6 million. These five states had the biggest decreases in unemployment claims for the week ending April 2nd. Michigan was down 2,599. Texas was down 2,569. New Jersey was down 1,412. Kentucky was down 1,064. And New York was down 795 claims. These three states were the only ones with increases in unemployment claims of more than 1,000 for the week of ending April 2nd. California was up 1,780 claims. Ohio was up 1,464 claims. Pennsylvania was also up over 1,400 claims. One of the more interesting leading indicators for the overall U.S. economy is freight rail traffic. It's a measure of the amount of raw materials and finished goods being shipped by rail. The best source for this data is the American Association of Railroads, or AAR. It publishes this data weekly. U.S. railroads originated 1,169,546 carloads in March 2022. That's up 1.2%, or 13,456 carloads. AAR Senior Vice President John Gray said that in March, it was another mixed month for U.S. rail volumes. It was the best month ever for carloads of chemicals, while carloads of crushed stone and sand, food products, lumber, and motor vehicles were higher than they've been in months, he said in the press release. On the other hand, Carloads of grain, petroleum products, and paper products, among others, were down in March. These conflicting trends reflect an economy where a good deal of directional uncertainty is present, uncertainty that needs resolution before its full potential can be realized. Once again, there was a large mix of increases and decreases in the individual freight traffic categories since our last podcast. Petroleum and petroleum products had the biggest decline at 15.3%. Motor vehicles was down 11%. Coal had a large increase at plus 10%, and non-metallic minerals were up 10.1%. If you track the oil market, you're probably familiar with the Baker Hughes rig count. This tracks the oil and gas rigs that are operating. The data is available by state, by basin, and nationally at www.rigcount.bakerhughes.com. This slide gives you an idea of the largest oil and gas deposits. It gives you a good sense of just how many of the large oil plays are in Texas and Oklahoma, and just how big an area the Marcellus gas region covers in Pennsylvania, Ohio, and parts of West Virginia. Now let's take a look at the Baker Hughes rig count at the state level. As you might expect, Texas dominates the U.S. oil and gas market by a wide margin with 331 rigs. That's five more from rigs than the previous week and 58 more than this time last year. Texas and New Mexico account for well over half of all operating rigs in the U.S. right now. 
This is another way of looking at the state share of the various drilling activity. Texas is on top with a 49% share. New Mexico comes in at 14% share. And Louisiana is at 7% for the three largest states. The price for West Texas Intermediate Oil dropped under $100 a barrel for the first week in April. For the, and that was the first time it was under that level in several weeks. They were still under $100 a barrel when we recorded this podcast. You can see where the incline started, which was basically at the start of the Ukraine war on February the 24th. Economists like to call copper pricing Dr. Copper because it's the leading economic indicator for future economic activity. That's because copper is used in so many industries with the construction industry among the leading markets. It's heavily used, obviously, in wire and cable, certainly on the plumbing and HVAC side for copper plumbing pipe. The weekly average for copper prices seem to have leveled off since late March. If you can see on this line, the orange line it shows the weekly average price while the comex is the daily price we haven't been above 490 for quite some time but we're pretty regularly been above the 470 mark many publicly held electrical manufacturers distributors and contractors saw their share prices drop in the first quarter of 2022 let's take a look at some of the ones that saw the biggest declines fewer electrical stocks the normal beat the market all the market indices the Dow Jones index for the quarter was down 5.21%, S&P was down 5.5%, and the tech-heavy Nasdaq was down 10%. We did see some stocks that were down in the 20% level or more. If you take a look at Orion Electrical Systems, down 26%, Pentair down 23%, uh, Energy Focus, a small energy company, was down 69%. Some of the, interesting that some of the online merchants and big box stores also saw some big declines. Home Depot down 26.75% for the quarter, Lowe's down 20.8%, and the online website building e-commerce site, uh, site is Shopify was down over 50%. NEMA's Electro Industry Business Conditions Index always gives you a quick read of what NEMA executives are looking at for the future and in current conditions. For the first time since early in the pandemic, the future conditions component of the, of the EB site has dropped out of expansion territory with half of the response expecting worse conditions in six months. The EBCI for future conditions pulled back from February's 54.2%, which is 50% being a growth number or a growth level, and it registered down to 32.1%, the lowest reading since 2019. Comments were mixed regarding the expected environment related to supply chain inflation and the Russia-Ukraine Russia crisis, but on net ex it exposed an uncomfortable level of uncertainty ahead. I thought I'd round things up today by talking about some of the acquisitions that Electrical Marketing and Electrical Wholesaling reported on over the last couple of weeks. One of the bigger ones was the Elliott Electric Supply's acquisition of Kansas City Electrical Supply. Kansas City Electrical Supply is a top 150 distributor, so it's a pretty good sized uh, family owned business. Inline Electric Supply bolsters its business in Middle Tennessee with its acquisition of Williams Electrical Supply and its branches in the Nashville Metro and nearby counties. Wind Supply bought Williams Wholesale, another Tennessee distributor. Williams Wholesale distributes both electrical and plumbing supplies, and it has branches near the Nashville, Knoxville, and Chattanooga areas. In the rep world, Lester Sales out of Indianapolis expanded into Western Pennsylvania and West Virginia with the completion of its Cardell Crist and acquisition and certain assets of the Payo Palo Cielli and One Source Associates Western PA and West Virginia operations. This concludes our podcast today. A special thanks to the folks from Champion Fiberglass for sponsoring the Today's Electrical Economy podcast series for 2022. 
Please contact me if there's any other type of economic data or market news that you would like us to cover in these podcasts. Our next presentation will be scheduled for Monday, April the 25th. Until then, be healthy, be happy. I look forward to talking with you then.